hood shoddy, we can ball if you want to We shopping up through the mall if you want to We running up through these cars if you want to If I put this money in your head, what you gon' do? Welcome to Artist Talk Show, where we talk hip-hop, not politics. Artist Talk is a show geared towards our artists in the hip-hop world to give them a chance to come on our platform and give an intake on their journey into this hip-hop world. We play games like Do You Know Your Hip-Hop or 16 Bars, or we have different trivia questions for our artists. Make sure y'all like and subscribe. Today's artist we got coming on the show is a legendary artist out of Los Angeles, California. Some would say Compton. We have none other than the legendary Glasses Malone sitting down with our host, Big UMG, to talk about hip hop. I was in the trap with the hubbersack, deep in the south with the blood. Hey, it's your boy Dub 20, man. Shout out Independent Road to Success Artist Talk, where we talk hip hop, not politics, man. It's a lovely show, it's a family affair. Come here, you know what I'm saying? They're gonna take care of you, man. You see how they got me. <laughs> with JDK, the underboss in the Sack Report Magazine, man, on Artist Talk, where we ain't doing no politicking, we strictly getting to it. All about the business, you feel me? Sacktown, stand up. You know what it is. You know who it is. You know who it is. Too big. Bad business, man. You know, artist talk, man. You know what I'm talking about? Get your artist talk up, man. All hip hop, no politics, man. Big ups to Big UMG, Big Cousin, Lady Death, Boy, for fucking. Yeah. Uh. You already know what it is. Talk to me, somebody. Sheesh. I looked up. It's your boy Juice, man. Bullies with bullies. You already know, man. Check me out on the artist talk show. We talk hip hop and not politics. We going deep. Y'all stay tuned to artist talk where they talk hip hop, not politics. What it is, man. It's your boy Cash Click Butter, man. Listen, we going live tonight, man, with my guys. Uh, DJ DC, I mean, my boy Big UMG, we going live, man, with this shit. We talking all hip-hop, no politics, unity management group, you know what I'm talking about? Listen, shout out to all my brothers, TMCL, man, we going up the real way, in the real way, the click way. You know what it is. Hey, it's Blue Bags, man. Southside, we outside, man. Shout out Artist Talk, man, when we talk music, not politics. Smooth. Make sure you tune in to that artist talk, you feel me? My niggas up here got that good shit for you. Niggas, some good conversations, some good interviews, man. Tune in my shit. Um, make sure you like and subscribe and all that shit. Feel me? Tap in.
PS5, I cannot play. P.O. listen, gotta be careful what I say. Niggas envy, wanna walk inside the street. Street life, gotta play it by the rules. All this drama, I can't even win for lose. They gon' sleep with me till I hit snooze. Dewey Bell, hold the blicky up. Look him dead in his eyes, he ain't tough. I don't trap a real, no with EDD. Caught him with his mans, I got two for free. No NBA, but we gon' both for G. Trap, no swingin', I can barely sleep. I speed chasing that SRT. I can't let the police catch up to me. Take a loss and I'ma get it right back. Fuck this baby mama, he ain't like that. In the condo with my sneaky link, if you wanna know where your wife at. By the sofas, I've been sleeping on the floor. Told my niggas we ain't going bro no more. She ain't fuzzing me, she gotta hit it though. Niggas say they love you, then they do you dirty. Got this whole busy, come home early. I've been fighting pain with a leaning purse. They was calling, I don't really wanna deal. They don't understand, I'm still in the field. By the sofas, I've been sleeping on the floor. Told my niggas we ain't going bro no more. She ain't fuzzing me, she gotta hit it though. Niggas say they love you, then they do you dirty. Got this whole busy, come home early. I've been fighting pain with a leaning purse. They was calling, I don't really wanna deal. They don't understand, I'm still in the field. Little shawty, we can ball if you want to We shopping up through the mall if you want to We running up through these cars if you want to If I put this money in your head, what you gon' do? 150K in a duffel bag Calling up the plug, trying to give him that Before we get into the interview with Glasses Lope, a.k.a. Glasses Malone and Big UMG This episode is brought to you by Welfare Baby If you want to get that new Welfare Baby clothing brand make sure you tap in with us also please support the movement at welfarebaby.com let's get it now let's get to episode one with glasses malone make sure y'all like and subscribe let's go I want to welcome everybody back to Artist Talk, where we talk hip-hop, not politics. Today, we got a very special guest in the building. Uh, I like to use this word because, again, when you've done things and, and the way he's done it, I say legendary. And reason being because, again, everything you have accomplished from helping others to actually putting yourself in the uh, mainstream and still keep it where you're kind of indie, we have none other than Glasses, uh, Glasses Malone in the building, better known as Glass Loke, man. How you doing today? And thank you for I'm joining. I'm good, man. It's good. It's crazy because uh, I was making a move with my peoples, and um, I was somewhere over there in, uh, where is that, uh, when you get off the 90 freeway, uh, Marina Del Rey, and a dude was talking to me. Like, I went to this little place to look at this spot. And the dude was talking to me. He was like, uh, he said, damn, man. He was like, man, man, much love, legend. And I'm like, a legend? And he was like, man, if you know what the definition of a legend is, you know, you wouldn't be asking that question. And I guess you hear that word so much, like words like loyalty. So you you know they be mm -hmm. misused. Right. And I just right. looked up what legend was. And... It was some things that like about a mythical person that all of these myths exist. And I thought to myself, like, damn, I guess there is certain things that people don't know is real or false. And every time I sit down and do a conversation with somebody or an interview, like stuff they heard, and I'll be like, oh, yeah, that happened. But this is how it happened. And it's, you know, it's crazy to think that maybe that I could be an East Side legend like that or a L.A. legend or something. Well, I never thought about that I in my life. 
it's crazy because when you did, <laughs> I'm going to kind of skip to this and go back. When you did Tupac Must Die, everybody was at him, right? I mm. knew what you were many because it's always two sides to a story, right? Mm. We always go off because I'm a dear heart Tupac fan. I grew up in Oakland, but I understood. People looked at the title and didn't listen to the concept. If they know who you are as an artist, you're a storyteller, period. Yeah. And how you put stories together, going back to uh, Beach Cruisers, uh, everything is kind of like you make. That's why the legend goes there. You make your you make your your music into your lifestyle, but you make it believable. You know. So again, well, yeah. that Tupac must die. I looked at it and I said, "Oh!" And the first thing I did is I hit Mr. Fat, and I said, "Bro, how you feel about it?" He said, "That's glasses, bro." And I said. Oh, I get it now. Cause again, a lot of people took it uh out of out of content. Let's start back. Uh, actually, let everybody know where you're from. I grew up in uh, Compton and watched my whole life. Um, okay, so that's a nigga off the east side of the one ten, man. East side of Los Aaron, Angeles. We're not familiar with that. Who? What? What other people besides yourself that's over there that people would recognize? Uh, Watts is J Rock. Watts is Tyrese. Watts is Cam. Watts is O3 Greedo. I mean, Compton, I think everybody pretty much know about all of those people. Okay, you correct. know, the Dr. Dre's, the games. Uh, people you didn't know, Patrice Russian is from Watts. The Whispers is from Watts. Didn't Barry White spent a ton of time in Watts. You know what I mean? Raised in Watts. Uh, half of Rolls Royce, you know, I want to get next to yes. you. They're from Watts. Uh, one of the members of the four tops, or I think it's the platters, is from Watts. Um, it's one of them places. See, my dad had to explain the difference to me. I grew up in the face, so my dad did movies, and so he had to tell me the difference. He's like, dude, it's the difference between Watts and Compton. But I'm like, Pops, it's all he like, that's like you saying, you from East Oakland, right? So I said, Yeah, he said, That's like we said, West Oakland. It's a big difference, and I'm like, I didn't know that, I'm just thinking of LA. And so when I'm doing yeah, my homework, yeah. oh, yeah. um, Watts. LA is really tricky. You know, like um, Watts is a neighborhood in Los Angeles. Compton oh. is its own city, complete with its own mayor. Inglewood is its own city, complete with its own mayor. Um, Long Beach is its own city, complete with its own mayor. But Watts, Hollywood, Brentwood, even San Pedro are neighborhoods in the city of Los Angeles. Oh, so it's, shit, it's, it's, it's it's super intricate, you know what I mean? It, nobody from Watts really say they from LA. You say you from Watts because okay. it's like a pride coming from that neighborhood specifically. That's like the, the blackest part of the city, you know what I'm saying? And until you get okay. over there to the west side on, near the Crenshaw district, you know, Watts is really where, you know, culture thrived at, you know? So um, gotcha. it's, it's intricate, but, you know, all together, it's all LA County, so. You know, I understand why people from outside of it say uh, L.A. It's just much easier. Okay. So growing up, who influenced you in music? Really nobody. I didn't really get influenced to make music from listening to music. Oh, shit. You know I mean, good. I just enjoy music for what it was. You know what I mean? Okay. If it fit the lifestyle that I was living at the time. Um, I can remember being a little tiny kid in the 80s and being a fan of, 
you know, people as early as the Fat Boys and and Ice T, you know, early on, and then you know, being at my mom's, we in Compton, you know, you you hearing Spade and N.W.A. and Easy E, you know what I'm saying, and right. then being at my dad's house and hearing early Cam and you know all of the rap stuff coming up, so I just listened to music that fit how I was living, you know, Scarface for some of my darkest moments in the trench. Uh, when I finally got my low rider, Snoop and Dre made way more sense. When I finally <laughs> started getting pussy, yeah, when I finally started getting pussy, the dog pound made so much sense. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, when I started selling dope, Jay-Z made so much sense. So I, none of it made me want to rap. I wasn't really influenced by rap. I didn't start rapping until I was an adult, 21, 22 years old. Damn. Yeah, I didn't That's rap as crazy. no kid. Yeah, I was pretty much living the life. You know what I mean? I wasn't rapping about, like, I was living it. You know what I'm saying? I was, in high school, we had already picked up selling rocks and, you know, stealing cars and gangbanging. And after, you know, high school, I'm selling Sherm for a time and gangbanging and low riding and street racing cars. So I was way too busy living to be tied up into kind of the culture that you call rap. Okay. Okay. It's crazy because for you to have two uh, top charting songs, uh, one is 24 and one is 94. I believe the one with Akon is 24 and the one with Lil Wayne or vice versa. I want to ask you something. How was it that you were able, being that you started so late, was it your work ethic that was able to get you linked in with the Lil Wayne's? How did that go about? Nah, man, really... Um... So the natural stuff that God gives you, you know what I'm saying? Like I'm an articulate person, you know what I mean? So that's a natural thing. But really, it was other people. Like the first person who helped me make my first CD, uh, White Lightning, the producer was my boy Guido. Guido had came up working on music. He was DJing. You know, he was living the life, but he was more into hip hop, DJing and everything else. So with him making the beats and recording me, like I had a certain quality of, of, of production that was going to be great. Um, Big Face Hunted, you know what I mean? Who who pretty much is Game's older brother and, and you know, helped manage his career at the whole beginning. He was like a super hip hop head. He knew a lot about records and music. So he A&R'd it and made sure I had to write songs all the time. Um, my older brother, Pooh, you know, he was instrumental because he understood how to bring structure to the whole situation. Uh, G-Rod was dope at marketing, you know what I mean? But for the most part, it was, I just had a really decent team and the right stuff at the right time. You know, also I had the right mentality too. Like, uh, you know, I, I, I figured out a way to get 30,000 CDs pressed up and, and I had a strategy of how to get them around the West coast. You know what I mean? And, and that number meant something. It wasn't, it was me studying sound scan and some shit like that. It was like, it was a lot of good things that happened and, and made it work. It wasn't just like I figured it out. It was like uh, I had a lot of right direction to guide whatever I had naturally. Got you. Got you. And so I I heard you say that, and this is a quote that you said, and I'm going to quote it. Your music is your babies. Elaborate on that for those that, that may not know. Well, my art in general, you know what I'm saying? My okay. music videos, my my songs, everything. Um, you know, I don't have no kids, you know what I'm saying? Like uh I was one of the people that grew up believing, like, oh yo, you had to be married before you had kids. And it just took wow. so long for me to even get into that position that by the time 
it was even a thought to be, you know, to happen. Like I had pretty much looked at the world, you know, in disgust. So nothing about it made me want to bring gotcha. a kid here. You know what I mean? I wasn't that vague where I was so in, in you know, uh, in a trance about my, my personal existence where I need to leave a little bit of myself on earth. Like, I don't think I'm that fucking great to where the world, you know, okay. is going to lose something if it loses, you know, my presence, my physical presence. So leaving a little piece of me, you know, didn't seem as, you know, important or, you know, meeting somebody who you, uh, you know, y'all, I want to, you know, you know, we going to make a token of our love. I didn't meet people like that at that time. So my music became what I, I started to raise, you know, my art, my creativity. That's what I started to raise. I just started raising it like, like children, you know what I'm saying? And ever since I've been raising it and, you know, I feel like I'm, I'm important in raising society, like a whole next generation of artists, you know what I'm saying? A whole next generation of human beings. Like so many people come to me, you know, thousands of people come to me to, for, ideas and advice and I, I try my best to guide them in the most honest and truthful way look what you have people and for those that don't know i thought it was dope that for you to have kendrick j-rock before there was somebody but for you to take them on the road was that your first tour actually going on the road with tech nine no i that was actually my third tour i was on okay. tour with tech nine twice and i went on a tour before that but i didn't take kendrick and you know j-rock on tour like i recommended that they be on the tour you know okay. what i mean but i recommended to tech nine but that's more of tech nine's position um gotcha. i was just a rallying call to get people to to invest in them and to fuck with them because shit we all came up together like um me, J-Rock, and Nipsey Hussle released all our first cities in the same year. I just was older than them. I was already... Damn, I was getting to that. You yeah, got like a full-fed gang member, you know, in 2005. But we all pretty much started in the business together. And um, K-Dot is, is somebody that Top found. And I met him. He was just a cool, you know, cool nigga. I, 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 he, great sense of humor, great guy. You know what I'm saying? And one of my best friends, he ended up being his younger cousin. So... It just all came together, but I just always, you know, pushed them. You know what I mean? Like, no different than Nip or anybody else. You know what I mean? Like, this was my class of niggas that we came out the coast and it was just us. You know what I mean? It wasn't, you know, it was me. It was us three, Problem, you know, gotcha. uh, Bishop Lamont, Maestro, uh, a ton of people. Problem, that was yeah. Johnny, yeah. And we, I just always made sure I show love and tried to help you know, motherfuckers as much as I could. It's crazy because my best friend, rest in peace, uh, used to, like, and he from Carson. He moved up to the Bay. And when I say he was, when I'm like, he was an avid fan of yours, right? And this how I got put onto the white light and stuff like this and some of your early music. And Keyshawn, one thing about him, uh, he used to be like, bro, Glasses is one of the most underrated lyricists, but he don't take it as serious, bro. He said, I'm telling you, once he do, he's going to be the person that kind of leads that West Coast charge. And I noticed you said in 2018, probably around that time, you took I hate it. I hate it, I want to say, but it was for marketing. I heard you say something. I want you to elaborate on that for those that's watching, especially the youngsters. I, I like to give uh, kudos and game about that. 
Can you talk about that and elaborate on that, on how you seen marketing a way for you to be able to kind of go that far? So when I first got into music, I needed a business. And I wanted to open up a record label. You know, I was a young gangbanger that was a D-boy. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. And, you know, I felt like I could run a record label like I ran, you know, a Sherm spot, a PCP spot. You know what I'm saying? Uh, Like a water spot. So that was my mentality coming into it. Me rapping just was a part of opening up a record label, right? right? So even getting my record deal, you know, in 2007 and all of this stuff, right? Uh, it's it was really about a record deal. It was it was it was really about opening my own record label. It was always just how to, you know, make a business out of this shit. Um, but you had a interest. You turned down Def Jam. You turned to go with Cash Money. I was gonna ask you that. What made what was that strategic move for that? It was just money. You know, it was business. It was just it was just business at the time. It was you know how do I turn this shit into money okay. and whoever was going to pay the money. Okay. You know what I'm saying that's how I was rocking. Um, but when I first got into this, it was so much business involved. You know, I didn't really, the, the, the craft of an artist, you know what I mean? I wasn't really into it. Like my natural gift is storytelling. So I just brought that with me as a craft into hip hop. And I didn't know much about okay. records. I didn't know much about, I knew a little about marketing because, I mean, honest, honest, obviously selling drugs, you have to know something about marketing. Um, but I didn't know about hip hop, exactly. you know, what it really meant and what it represented. So I was just in the business and I was making money, man. I'm you know, I'm making six, seven figures. You know what I'm, I'm just eating. I'm, I'm killing. And um, it was like that for the first five years. Uh, something happened to me where, you know, the money I was making was good enough for me. And really what happened, my homeboy, Lil J, you know, my homie Scavenger that's locked up right now again, Scav came home and he was just talking about a job and how to change his life. You know what I'm saying? And I realized the $200,000 I was making a year, could, I couldn't change nobody else's life. Like after taxes and everything else, like I didn't have enough money to change someone's life. You know what I'm saying? Correct. That shit fucked me up. I couldn't change his life. And okay. it's like, damn, all of this money that's around this business and I'm eating, right? But I'm not making the most out of it. Mm. And that shit was killing me. So that's when I start having an issue, you know what I'm saying, mentally. And my DJ, DJ Head kind of sat me down one day and just sprang one simple thing on me. And I always joke with him. It was like he pushed me down a rabbit hole. And something that I thought was probably 10 feet deep at max, you know what I'm saying, end up being a mile down, man, like the Mariana Trench or something, because it was like uh, like miles down. Like this hip-hop shit is so deep and it's so, dirt, so dirty, so rooted in the dirt, and I just kept falling, 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 and it took years for me to hit the bottom. Okay. You know what I'm saying? I couldn't focus on making money. I couldn't focus on doing business. Making money became even less important than it ever had become. It became just about, you know, I became um, consumed with just understanding this this business and this culture that I was in. You know what I mean? What was truly my job? How do I do it? And um, 
man, from 2012 to probably 2018, I was just falling down this hole. And I finally hit the bottom of it around 2018. You know what I'm saying? And ever since, like, I'm like, damn, I seen, you know, it's like understanding the earth's core so you can understand the surface. You know okay. what I'm saying? And as I start, as I, I start, <coughs> finally seen the core at, at, at its most simplest point and, and what hip hop was about, what marketing is about and what records was about. You know what I'm saying? I was like, oh, I get it. You know what I'm saying? I understand it. Like now, so now I just start climbing out. You know what I mean? I start climbing back out the hole. Tupac Must Die is one of the most important records because it was when I really said, oh, this is what it is. This is what hip hop is. This is how I am supposed to do it. Is if you from where I'm from and you me, you know, this is, this is, I, I'm the only person that can make this song. Sure. See, I'm the only person that, that, that can really say this and explain it the way it needs to. And ever since I just been climbing out of this hole and it's been five years, it's just climbing back to the surface and I'm not quite back to the surface. Like I'm about to be, but you know what I'm saying? It was worth the fall. It was worth the fall. Uh, before you guys said that, my next question, before we get into the uh, our, our hip-hop games, I was going to ask you, what does head mean to you? What does DJ head? Yeah. What does he mean to you? Oh, man, he my everything, man. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Um, He was somebody that I met that just did radio. You know what I'm saying? He wasn't even like in DJing or nothing. He was just the homie that did radio. I met him doing a radio interview. And, uh, wow. Our bond been A1. You know, he... I'm a nerd. He's more of a geek. You know what I'm saying? So we connected. I thought y'all grew up so... <laughs> wow. Nah. Wow. I met Head in 2005. Wow. Yeah. I speak about you and how it was things that I watched one of y'all interviews and shout out to their uh, podcast, which I love. Like, shout out to DJ Head because that's somebody oh, that I watched. Yeah. And him and the other guy, uh, I can't think of his very smart. He's intelligent. Yeah, yeah. And I and I kind of watched him to kind of get things, but I was seeing on how he was not only an inspiration, but he was your biggest fan, but your worst critic, if that makes sense. Yeah, and hands down. And, oh, man, like, you know, nah, and our, people always say that, people think we knew each other forever, but now nah, our, our right. mind was really, you know, kinetic immediately. Like, it was strong because, again, we both are IQ people. We both okay. think, you know, we both are intellectuals and then even though I'm a crip and he's he's not you know what I mean we connected all the time intellectually and that's been our bond and shit we've been rocking like you know we've been rocking this shit like motherfucking mud and water man like you know what I mean it dries that's up right. so it's is it's been tough but you know again you still talking about roughly almost 20 years you know what I'm saying like, and and this is somebody I spent intimate moments with. My mother dying. You know what I'm saying? Like my condolences. Even watch me. Man. Even right now, he he he's my he's my little brother. But he kind of watched me grow up even further than where I was. He he would be somebody that could explain what I've been through creatively and mentally and what I'm about. You know what I mean? He knows where I really push at. He he knows me pretty well. So he's my everything, man. You know, and and, and pressing head, you know, is is important to me as it always been from the first day. So for sure. Um, is it a thing of uh let me ask you something because I I you you said something that and my condolence and rest in peace to moms. Did you I just lost my son two months ago, right? And oh, wow, my, yeah, that's all bad. Was you able to 
keep, did you indulge more into your craft or did you kind of set yourself back? Because for me, I'm a single dad raising a 16 year old young lady that I had since she was six months. And she looked at me one day cause I've been down and she said that, get back on your shows, get back on your music. She like, it's okay to grieve, but it's not okay to be down. And she said this nah, to me man. and I, and it, I kind of looked at her. And I'm like- It happened to me dog right before all of this stuff where I fell down that hole. It oh. was almost kind of why I started getting clumsy too. You know what I mean? Oh. Because around that time, I was in such a deep place and such a, uh, you know, we call it dark, but I like dark, to call yeah. it rich. Yeah, I call it rich because it's really full. You know I mean, happiness mm. is a very half-hearted emotion. You know, grief and sadness and, and blues is really full. So full quality, you know what I'm saying? Like experience. You know what I mean? It's, it's you know, happiness is, is fading. You know what I mean? You, you Happiness is like a crack high, you know what I'm saying? It's, you always chase it, but, you know, um, grief and, and sadness and blues is full experience. And I was at a very full experience at that time, full quality. And I started making some music that that's so full quality, you know what I'm saying? It's scary. And it was right around that time that Head was like, yo, um, nigga, I fuck with what you're doing, but it's a little too personal. Like you're not even communicating with the audience no more. Now you're just making pieces of art. Like you're not even talking to them no more. You're just talking and you're like, hey, listen to what I got to say versus, you know, understanding that this is somewhat of a business and there does need to be some level of communication between me and an audience that's looking to listen to what I have to say. Damn, that's deep. And you just kind of, I, I thank you for that. I needed that. Uh, yeah. We're going to get into this game we call we like to call uh, eight bars. It's, uh, so it goes like this. If you answer the question, excuse me, I got to take a uh, If you don't answer the question, I got to take a drink. If you do, keep going. So last album you have to pick, one artist, Kendrick or J-Rock. This is your last album. I had to pick one artist to be on you it? Get one feature to be on that oh, album. Rock. Yeah, rock. Okay, rock. Last rock. Me and rock. Me and rock share a different. Uh, me and Kendrick is like super close. Like to me, more intellectually. You know what I'm saying? Like, and, well, they, and actually, right he's he actually is a joy point, and you know, he was a joy point in my life. Like he was mm -hmm. so full of spirit and joy and funny. You know what I mean? I love that about him. You know, even when I talk to him anytime now, it's, it's joy. Is he brings joy into my life? But please rock, tell him to drop some more music, man. Yeah, like, you know what's weird is I tell people all the time they don't get how fun and funny he is. You know, don't you can't tell, but this nigga okay. is like a ball <laughs> he of so joy. Serious, though. He do he had his demeanor. I'd be like, oh man, like and and I I feel so sorry that the world only knows that version. Like he is joy. I mean, this nigga is like joy. He's fun. You know, what I mean, he's an incredible person. But me and Rock sonically have always been magic. But you so know what? Always been magic. One of my favorite songs, I can't lie, is with you, Killer Mike, and Kendrick Lamar. Oh, Thuggin' is dope. Thuggin' is dope. Thuggin', Thuggin' is a little different only because I started understanding records, and I co-produced that with my homeboy, Sega. Okay. So that was that was going to be what it was going to be, period. That record uh -huh. wasn't even, honestly, that record wasn't even intended for Kendrick. It was intended for Scarface. <laughs> I made that for me and Scarface. Okay, the next one. Last album produced by Swiss or Dr. Dre? Swiss beats. 
God, I know. Yeah, I, I know. I know, right? I know. Dre. I know, but I know why, though, right? Because Watch Dre is know. the reason I rap full time, right? And I think Dre is dope, but I, you know what's funny? I have been this close. Me and Swiss have, we've talked about working on the album, not, not me hard, but we even came up with a, a price. Like I had an album I wanted to do with either Swiss or Puff. Real quick, I want you to stop right there. I need these youngsters to hear that. Did you guys hear what he said? And this is something that I want y'all to say. This is the gem of the day. He said, we came up with a price. And again, I tell people, invest in yourself. Continue, because I just want yeah, to- Yeah, yeah, now we came up with a number to do a whole project and it was either for Puff or Swiss. And you know, I don't really know Puff. I, I seen Puff around, but I don't really have a relationship with Puff. But me and Swiss always been A1. You know what I mean? Okay. So I had talked to Swiss, you know, reached out a couple times and it was something that we were talking about doing, but I had a project in mind either for Puff or Swiss. So I, I never had an idea for Dr. Dre. Like I've only had, it's funny because I don't, I don't even have a song to rap over. Like Dr. Dre right now, I just want him to be a feature on a song. I don't even think that's different from a production level. Like I don't have an idea that would fit me and Dr. Dre any like no longer. Ever, yeah, I don't think it's. I don't think I said. ever had one. <laughs> you said you wanted him as a feature. I've never heard that. That's what I know. I know it's crazy, right? Like, it's just my story how I create. Like, I don't have an idea for Dre now. I'm sure okay. an album with me and Dre would be fantastic, and I've rapped over tens of his beats. You know what I'm saying? But me and Swiss would do something like, you know what I mean? The idea is just like it's it's film worthy. Okay. So it probably would be Swiss. Yeah. <laughs> so a promoter said you had an option they were going to pay you to wear this gear but you had to choose one dope era or gucci dope era or gucci yeah i would only wear dope era. i would never fuck with gucci like that god my producer good one uh you're doing a mixtape oh this is a good one i know ah he gonna pick this one you're doing the mixtape and you got one artist to do this mixtape with ot genesis or the game A whole mixtape with Genesis? That would be tough. Me and Chuck would probably make a really good mixtape. God damn it, man. I know, he right? Because like, you think he's a blood and OT is a crip and all that, but you know, me, OT, I mean, you know what's funny? I got a song into OT right now, and I made it for me and OT to see how it would sound together. I still don't know how me and OT sound together. I okay. actually literally did a song probably a year ago and I sent it to him. He was supposed to finish it. He's, I haven't been on him about it and I'm sure he forgot. But, <laughs> you know what I mean? I need to see how we will sound, but me and game is, you know, me and game is one of my favorite, you know, people to do records. We always made really good records together. Y'all sonically too. Uh, yeah. Double CD. They asked you to pick a veteran, Sebo or E40. I'm gonna go with, uh, I'm gonna go with, uh, cause I don't, I don't got enough of both shit. I'm nah, because I, I just don't got enough of I said he going to go with Sebo because he know, uh, I just, God, he going to have me live nah, like Bo, Bo, my loke, man. Don't get it fucked up. Like, me and Bo still got, we got one song. With it. Yeah, I don't know. Like, I only heard like two albums from Sebo. Shit, I grew up on E40. 30 years got now. You. All right, so the labels uh, come to you. They say, we're going to give you 100000 to do a song with either Brandy or Mary J, but you're going to have Rick Ross as the feature. Which one are you going to pick? You got to go Mary J. J. Okay. You got to go God. Mary J with Rick Ross as a feature. But I would rather do a song with Brandy. 
God damn, that's the way I don't have me drunk like Uncle G Step. Uh, next one. You need to make a hit single. Oh, this my giddy. For the ladies, Ty Dolla Sign or Jeremiah? Ty Dolla Sign. Yeah, you're going to be drunk. Yeah. All right, y'all. Uncle G Stack, I think you're going to hit me. Next one. I got you on this one, though. The next one we're going with is uh, last, this is the last bar. Okay. You have a, a chance to do a single. And it with Mac 10 or Kendrick Lamar. Mac 10. Damn. Wait a minute, a single? Hold on, no, no, no. Don't do it. A single. Oh, a single? I got to do a single with Dot. A, a, a Dot? I, right. I'm going to do a single with K Dot. Yeah, I'm going to do a single with, with, with Kendrick. Okay, so then the next one. A song, yeah, but a, a single, I'm going to do it with Kendrick. Yeah. Okay, so our next game is Do You Know Your Southern Cal Hip Hop? Are you a real hip hop historian? So I'll give you a slew. I'm going to give you a single. If you guess the album that the single is, I have to drink. If it's a feature on there and you give me the feature, I have to take a double. Fuck my producer for this. All right, so the first song, I might get him on this one, is One Less Bitch. What album? You got me. All right, that album is uh, NWA, Niggas for Life. Oh, wow, you said the Southern hip hop. That was dirty. Oh, that's okay. Huh? So, uh, boom. Boomerang is the name of the song. Uh, yeah, you said you said you said southern hip hop. I meant to yourself, SoCal, excuse me. Uh, oh, okay, damn, you fucked me over. Go ahead. All right, go ahead. All right. So, Boomerang is the name of the song. Boomerang got me. All right, that's J Rock from Father. Uh, I got that feeling. Nope. That was the gang. Damn, I don't even know Ball that song. Balling. Okay, it's a couple ballings. And these are mustard. all these are all LA artists. That's mustard and Roddy Rich. Nope, Snoop Dogg off the album uh Pains to a Boss. Oh wow. uh, phone home. Phone home. Man, that seems My so producer said I gotta give you all right. Phone home. He said that this is somebody that's close to your camp that did this song phone home no kendrick lamar on c4 oh yeah yeah do what i feel that's the dog pound god damn yeah that's dog pound dog i, told you, I said you gonna get that fucking dog pound man <laughs> i almost had this man yeah. all right i'm gonna fuck him up with this one because i know he's gonna get this one the name of the song is heartbeat Heartbeat. Damn, I know that song. I know you fucking know this because you. I'm not giving you no more hands. Hell no. Nah. nah, nah. What is it? I see. Off power. Oh, yeah, that is off power. Oh. Last one on this one. Really dope. Really is the name of the song. Ice Cube got a song called Really God Dope. Damn! And this song, uh, fuck ass nigga, man. I knew he was gonna. I said, bro, you gonna put? Don't put you. What's crazy is I know what I know what album is all. I know what song is following, and I can't even think about it. God, all right. So our next one. They ask you right now 
if you had a chance, they want you to uh, name the best West Coast lyrics. Give us five. The best West Coast lyricists? Yes, lyricists. Lyricists. So the number one guy that stands out to me is Corrupt. Oh, shit. That was, oh, yes. Lyricists. Uh, God, number two, Sugar Free stands out at number two. I had him number seven. God. Yeah, Free is number two. Okay. Uh, Lyricists, lyrically. Chuck is probably top three. God, you putting game up there? Yup. Lyrically? Lyrically? Yup. Number four. Before Kendrick? Probably, huh? Before Kendrick? Yeah, yeah. I wouldn't. But Kendrick is, to me, I don't look at Kendrick like a, you know, it's going to sound crazy. He's a lyricist, but when I think of lyricist, I look at him more as like his flow. Like I, th I give Kendrick okay. like really more like, I think I'm enamored with his flow. I think he says things full of gems, but his flow is amazing. You know what I mean? It don't okay. make me concentrate on the words. So when you say lyrically, I'm thinking of somebody, I listen to all they saying. I'm not worried about how they saying it. Thank you for educating me. Great job. Yeah, Yo, just an idea, now. just an idea. Uh, number four is probably Unk, 40. Damn, you the first person that put him out of here. That's dope. Uh, shout out to Uncle, you 40. Number yo, five. Yo. Uh, number five is probably a tie between three different people, right? Lynch. Okay. Lynch, J.O., and Exhibit. Brother Lynch? Yeah, lyrically. Damn, you fucked me up with that one. Yeah, Lynch is somebody I always remember really great things about lyrically. Okay. Your yeah. best, huh? your all-time five, the, uh, your top all-time five of West Coast hip-hop artists. Period. Your top five of West Coast. Okay, so my favorite or really the niggas that are the greatest? The great my you're, favorite you're is my favorite is different than the greatest. Okay, you're right. That's why I said let's go with let's go with the top five, then we go to your favorites. Okay, so go top five before my favorites. Yeah. Top five is gonna Snoop Dogg is probably the greatest hip hop artist ever. Um Snoop. Two is Cube. Three is dot. Four is short. Five is forty. Yo, listen. You and my producer hit y'all list. The only thing he took out is he got, and I don't know. He put Sugar Free as five. I'm not mad crazy. at that neither, though, because I think Free don't get enough credit. But he took my producer. But you know, guys, know what? I think it's because of is it the it's the content probably on the character. No, nah, I just I just think that he wasn't on a big stage all the time. Okay. So a lot okay. of the records that he was putting out, we didn't like unless you're a free fan, you might have missed them. Gotcha. Because he always been nasty. But that that's to me the best five, the greatest five out of the coast. Now yours. My five is a lot different than that. Let's go yours. Uh the album I've ever I played the most of all time is the shadiest one by Dub C. Dub see another underrated yeah, uh, the artist. Shadiest one. The shadiest one is my off. favorite West Coast album like of all time. Uh, Mine is Seagram. Who? Seagram out of Oakland. Nice, <laughs> nice, nice. Uh, that one. Two is probably Dr. Dre, right? Uh, Chronic. Yeah, 2001, too. Like, I, I played 2001, the second most amount of West Coast albums ever. 
Uh, third is West Side Connection, Bow Down. Okay. But I'm, I'm telling you because these are the niggas' albums I've played. Like That's most. what I said. That's I, a good one. I like that. I know every word of the album. Uh, for the click. Very underrated. Right. Very, very Be Legit's verse on... Uh, Destiny uh, back off a of key, mix some soda with this A1D. I zip lock and flip flop 43. I'm living like a kingpin because I had clients. Them bitches love to fuck with us, hillside giants. And I, know, I was hitting me with one, no matter the cost. The 442 with the dual exhaust was so much rumble in the back of my low. Park a lot and watch convertibles fold. Yeah, you know what I'm saying? Like that shit is like in like scratched into my brain. Uh, five is short, okay. Now, I've been hearing too short since I was a little kid, and I hear too short, short right now and get just as excited. Shout out to Uncle Short. Now they say, here's the deal. They're, they're doing a West Coast tour, right? Here are the artists that they have. Ice Cube, Snoop, Kendrick Lamar, Ice-T, Too Short, E-40, and DJ Quick. You have to remove one and add yourself to go on this tour. Who are you removing? I'm going to remove Kendrick. All right, all right, glass, a little bit, cuz. Well, because you got to right make now. it a gangster rap tour. If it, all the niggas you name is gangster rap. But that, well, see, we need to have Kendrick in there to keep that. You said marketing, right, big bro? Ain't that, ain't that giving us marketing to get them in there? No. You can't put the nun on, you can't put the nun on stage with the, you can't put the Pope on stage with the demons, man. Good that ain't marketing. That's just confusion. Good Okay, the next one is, uh, they offered you to get five. Somebody offered you seven million in cash or seven percent in Amazon and stocks. Which one are you taking? Seven percent of what? Stock in Amazon. Stock or or seven million in cash? Yeah, or seven million in cash or seven percent of Amazon? Yeah. Shit, you got to go Amazon. Well, Amazon like a billion dollar company. Thank so you. Hey, 7%. no, big bro. Hey, hella artists. You and Uncle G Stack and, and, and Juice are the only ones that said the seven percent. Everybody else yeah, is like, bro, I'm getting that million. I'm good That's at real. math. So if, if if Amazon is a two billion dollar company, seven percent is shit. That's good money right there. That's 140 million bucks. Right, right. All right. So we got last thing is rapid fire. Give you a rapid question. You ask. Uh, you just give us the answer quickly. Uh, Jamaican, Jamaica or Brazil? Jamaica or Brazil? Uh, yeah. Jamaica. God damn, nobody wants to fuck with me. Everybody say Jamaica. All right, next one. I gotta go with the black folks at man. Man, Brazil, Brazil, Brazil got some black folk, but they're a little bit light. I, I need to go where the color is. You feel me? Where the shade <laughs> is. Go where the shade is. Okay. <laughs> All Take right. Take my uh, chances with the shade. Miami, New York. New York. New York. Damn. Okay. Yeah. Miami is a big ass ghetto once you leave Collins. Little Wayne, Jay Z, best rapper of all time. <sighs> That's a tough one, man. I, we were I, arguing I, about this. I, I, I've obviously listened to more Jay Z because I grew up listening to Jay Z. But so do you I think that's right, little, that list, that they got him number one? I mean, I can understand. I, I mean, I still think Snoop should be there personally, but I grew I mean, up personally. listening to I him. Really, honestly, I thought Ice Cube should have been at least one or two, 
I'll take my uncle Snoop at one. But again, that was like, damn, you, you have Pop. But Pop is like a, Pop is, you can't even put Pop. Pop need to be with in Snoop, his own Snoop, room. Jay-Z, Wayne, and Eminem, that's, that's just an argument forever. And I don't even waste my time arguing it. You got Eminem in your top five? I mean, not my personal, like I listen to Eminem, but you got to okay. put it, Eminem could rap better than everybody. Eminem got great stories, smash hit records. What more do you want from a rapper? Okay. Whether you like him or not, like it, shit, how you want it? He's a part of the culture. He he became, he, you know, some of his stand is a, is a is a term in the culture. Uh, uh, sure. Great everything. He's just an all around top notch motherfucker at this shit. You, you, you. Whether you want like him or not is irrelevant. Like you could just see what he does and be like, "Yeah, I can't fuck with For that." Real. Clippers, Lakers, Lakers, LeBron, Jordan. Ah, uh, shit! I hate Jordan, LeBron. I hate LeBron. Oh my fan. god! I hold up. Hold listen, up. Now listen. You asking me? This one of them things where it's like Le Le Michael Jordan's a shooting guard. LeBron James the greatest small forward. Michael Jordan the greatest shooting guard. If you asking me. Who I like more, uh, uh, I hate Michael Jordan because I'm a Showtime baby. Oh, that's LeBron. right, that's right, never mind. You yeah. you know what's crazy? My dad from Oakland, he's he's a diehard Laker, right? Yeah. We argue about this because my dad is an LA. I'm like, dude, you might as well be from LA, right? Because he's a, a Rams fan and everything, right? And I'm like, Pops, he's like, man, you don't understand these clubs like Raz, some club called Raz, some shit he used to say in LA that he used to go to. He's like, man, listen, but I was arguing about that. 49ers Raiders. I don't even like football. Okay. Uh next one. Barbecue Chinese food. Barbecue. Soul food or barbecue? Soul food. Great one. If you have one option right now to do a song, uh rest in peace to both of these artists, was Nipsey or Tupac, which one would it be? I got songs with Nip, so Tupac. Okay. Give us that's crazy. That's next question. Give us three words to explain Nipsey Hustle that someone they the mass may not know. Jesus fucking Christ. <laughs> Damn. And we end rapid fire. One more question: loyalty or respect? Respect. Elaborate why. Respect is earned. Loyalty is like forced. Mm. Damn, that's new. Mm. Loyalty is for kings. Respect is for men. Damn, I gotta use who? That was a good one, baby. Oh, whoa. That, that's the, I'm a that's leader, the... man. I ain't no king or no boss. I'm a leader. I'm a leader of men. And you know, God willing, they respect me because uh I'm 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 transparent and, and I'm worthy of their respect and admiration. A loyalty, you know, you be loyal to a king because you you know they'll kill you if you're not. I don't need nobody. Fearing me to be down with me. I need motherfuckers that really understand the plight and, and feel good about, you know, marching with me. For sure. Hey, before we uh, get up out of here, let me give a shout out to our sponsor. Shout out to uh, Tree Boy uh, Clothing and Tree Boy Store. If you're in the Sacramento area or you can go to their website, go check out their gear. Also, Red Tips. If you want to smoke good with a smooth inhale, make sure y'all go to redtips.com. Uh, the Liquor Locker, Roseville, California, 1508, 1501. Darling Way, let them know we sent you. You guys, we told y'all, if y'all go purchase, we're doing this all the way up until uh, Monday. Y'all go purchase his album, any of his albums. Send us a receipt. 
We're going to pick two people. We're sending a $25 cash app to. But you have to be following him on all platforms and also uh, like to subscribe to our YouTube. With that being said, also, I want to give a shout out to uh, my 14 youth sack Raiders uh, youth football team. I had over 16 players with a 3.5. Uh, I'm so blessed. We're going into this year to do that. Again, shout out to my team. They say I'll never shout them out. Uh, we're getting ready. We're working right now. Uh, also, I want to give a special shout out to Big Bro, man. Uh, listen, man, when I say you're the people's champ, you don't <laughs> you don't allow who you, your status to overcome who you are. Uh, I reached out to you, man, and this is my biggest interview. Not only am I a fan, I'm a student of yours. I can go to some of your page, your page and just see some of the things you post. You've got me by a lot of times. That's why I asked you certain things about when you went through it with your mom. Uh, shout out to DJ Head also, man. That's somebody that I, I, I follow uh, as far as uh, words of wisdom, man. Uh, we do something before we get up out of here. If it was anybody that you would recommend to our show that you can help us get, who would it be? For a conversation? Uh, yes. Vince Staples. Man, if you can get that for us, big bro, that'd be great. Yeah. And we also I think do, Vince is a great conversation. Man, I would love it. We also would like to do a part two. Uh, me coming down to uh, LA, uh, sitting with you in the studio, doing a part two. I want to show these youngs to see. Uh, I, I coach 14 year olds, and they said something to me one day. They said, Coach, I be tired of these rappers always showing us money. That don't motivate us. That makes us want to go hit a lick. And they said, yeah, I don't know. I don't know where. Type. I don't know when the aspiration become inspiration. Right. And they said they don't ever show us how they get to this point. So this it's is crazy because they, they make it so easy. They floss on motherfuckers and be talking about I'm inspiring people. No, you're not. No, you're not. Right. <laughs> so I would love to come down there, big bro. Like I said, man, you're uh, a big inspiration to uh, the mass. But for me, uh, definitely me, man. And I thank you for this. Like, seriously, man. Uh, shout out to my daughter. This is my first uh, really episode being back, man. So I'm blessed, man. Told you guys we're starting off season five with a, a blast. Shout out to my mentor, Mr. Fab. For always keeping a ba uh, battery in my back. Sometimes you get on me. I love that, man. Uh, and again, big bro, I'm going to be in your inbox. I'm going to shoot you my number because I might be on you sometimes. Like, bro, I need advice. You know, I'm not afraid to ask for help. And I'm not afraid to ask for somebody to guide me in the right direction. Uh, shout out to my artist, A.T. The King. We just dropped a single, uh, Give Me a Reason, the new R.B. King. Shout out to uh, my females, Women's Talk uh, podcast also. With that being said, man, it was a blessing. King, Much like, love, seriously, Shout out man, to my brother, my Mr. Fab, man. I thank you. I'll make sure I hit you with my number in the inbox because I want to do some other things. And, hey, man, blessings to you and the family, man. Thank you Much again. Much love, brother. Yeah. Hey, y'all, that was uh, the legendary. Glass of Malone. You hey, kids, no drama. Taking pictures, looking back with no trauma. Go to school and go to where she do with no problem. Pretty hair, nice thighs with a thick waist. Starless rise, yeah, she got me always. Wanna take you out and treat you like the whole day. Never holding back, yeah, I'm coming at you full speed.
I want to thank everybody for watching. Make sure y'all go to my channel, Independent Road to Success Podcast Network. Like, subscribe, leave comments. Also, the music that you heard in the background is from Unity Music Group, Zayton, A.T. The King, and also KG The. We have The Streets with Big UMG, A.T. The King, and Dub 20 available on all platforms along with Chain Zone. You can go to iTunes with KG to AT the King and Zayden is available on iTunes. Love me now. Again, I want to thank Glasses Malone for stopping by Artist Talk where we talk hip hop, not politics. Let's go.